This is the Reconstructed Man Podcast, and I'm your host, Lane Ingram. The Reconstructed Man Podcast is a place where we explore the transgender experience. Yes, we, you, and me, by sharing our stories and lifting up the voices of others. It is for everybody, trans, cis, and everywhere in between. The show is about building community and connections, and I am so glad that you are here. So, it's been a minute, you know? It's been a minute, and that's my bad. I've been, uh, you know, living, surviving, trying to make it. Um, a lot has happened over the last year in my life. Um, you know, my mother-in-law passed away, um, and that was life-changing for us. Um, our oldest kid moved out, and got married, had a baby. Our youngest is about to go to college, um, likely out of state. Uh, I also got a new job, same place, better stuff, more money. Uh, it's been a lot, you know. It's been a lot, and so I'm sorry I've been gone, but uh, I've missed this, and I'm, and I need it, and so I'm back, and I'm happy to be here. So, season four, uh, there's gonna be, there's gonna be some different stuff, and there's gonna be some same stuff. Okay, like some of the same stuff is I'll be having on amazing guests to tell their stories, and share their experiences. Um, and then a lot of times it would just be me uh, talking about stuff, um, talking about things that I go through, talking about the things that I think, um, and then adding new seg- segments and different different topics here and there to see how they work. Um, and, you know, on the shows where I'll have a guest, I'll ask them to weigh in on the topics at hand. So let's get into it. Season four, episode one. Um, you know, I think it's important, especially right now when there's so much coming out about trans people to actually hear from real trans people you know like I am one of them I have the lived experience of it um I know what it means I know what it means to be trans I know what it means to transition I know what it means to um, have gender dysphoria um I know what I know all the things you have to do to even start to begin your journey to yourself um and so if you're not a trans person or you're not part of the LGBTQ plus community, I would just urge you, um, before you just blindly believe things, like reach out to people, ask questions, see if you can talk to somebody. You can always ask me something. I'll tell you the truth, um, the truth as far as I know it. Um, and so one of the things I want to do on every show, I think going forward, is talk about one thing that I love about being trans and one thing that I hate, because it, it goes both ways. I mean, I'm just a human, you know what I mean? Like, it, everything is not, um, you know, it's like the grass and the green thing, you know? Um, and so, things I love, right? Like, there's so many. There's so many things I love about about being trans. But I think today, um, the thing that I love most about it is when I get a chance to realize that I got to be me. You know, like, um, I love the moments where I remember that I got a chance to transition and that, like, I am me and that I'm proud to be trans. Like, I love when I get to, when I stop just going through every day or when I'm not wrapped up in the next awful thing I'm going to read on Twitter or, you know, the next law that's being passed and I'm not wrapped up in it and I get a chance to realize that I'm actually living the life that I had hoped for. You know, that's a that's a moment that I love. That's a thing that I love. Um, and I think that right now for us, um, 
trans people right now, we don't have a lot of time to think about the good stuff. Because all around us, there's so much bad stuff. You know what I mean? I have seen two 14 or 15-year-old kids have just taken their lives recently um, due to bullying, you know? Um, in Brooklyn, a gay guy was just stabbed for, I, I guess, being alive, you know? Um, it's hard, and it's a lot. And so I love the moments where <laughs> I get to just realize that it happened. Um, and one thing that I hate though, you know, on the very flip side of that, one thing I hate about being trans sometimes is like how great it turned out. <laughs> like, like I never, I never hate it. You know what I mean? I love, I love this, but I hate how great it turned out. Like go with me. Okay. I feel like I, you know, on Twitter or on um, TikTok, sometimes people will say, you know, you got the deluxe package. And what they're saying is, like, I pass, which is what I hope for. I mean, I hope for this moment to come at the beginning of my transition. That's what I hope for. But it's like, if nobody knows, nobody knows, you know? And in the world that we live in right now where people are under attack or they're being killed just for existing or where, you know, trans people aren't allowed to be in sport like it's just important to be out and visible if you can do so safely and so for me I of course I love to be able to walk through this world um this way like I love it like this is how I wish I had been born this is how how it should have been my life would have been a lot different if things had turned out this way but it's like since they didn't I mean I feel I feel this way. Like I, I am trans. I need. I want people to know that so that they know that you're interacting with somebody every single day. Like every day, I meet new people. Every single day, um, I come in contact with new people who would have no idea, would have no reason to have any idea, and just treat me the way that they're supposed to treat another human being. And so it's just like. I. There's nothing about being trans that I really hate. Um, but I do hate that the the thing that I wanted the most puts me in a place where I can't as vis- you know, I can't as visibly help people like nobody would know, you know. And so when I when I make posts or I talk about trans rights or I make a post on the flip side from a trans masculine perspective and people say things like well this is more directed at trans females or when they talk about um athletics and you know not wanting trans women to participate and they say there's no advantage for trans men i mean it's all rooted in misogyny but like there's no there's no place sometimes it feels like there's no place for us to be you know like we're not we're not comparing hardships you know what i mean like we're all like if we're we're all trans we all have you know, our unique things about us, but the core foundations of things are all the same. Like, we we were not in the right body. We we struggled with connecting to things that we were supposed to. Um, when we first realized it, it was the clearest moment of our life. Like, these are things that you'll hear trans people say over and over again. Um, but it's just like, that is one thing that I hate, you know, how great it turned out sometimes. Because it puts me in a position where I can't, where I'm not 
where, where people don't see me as somebody who would care and that is all I care about I guess is what I'm trying to say like all I care about is that trans people get equal rights um, and that we're treated fairly and that we're not killed for just existing um, but all people see um, with their eyes is a black man which is all I ever wanted them to see see what I mean I hate it that's what I'm saying okay um, so Another new segment I want to add into the show. It's going to be called You'll Never Guess What Happened. And because of what I just told you, right, like the whole people see me, like nobody would know because I pass. And, you know, I mean, it's been six six years now. You know what I mean? It's so like nobody knows. But like, so things happen to me all the time, like just regular things. But so the other day um, we were in Walgreens, uh, my wife. My daughter and I were in Walgreens, and we kind of split up to go our separate ways. Like, I I don't know, I think I was feeling nauseous, so I wanted to get some Dramamine. Like, my wife was going to get chips and cheese, and my daughter was going to get, like, a ice drink, you know? And so, we're all going our different ways. And so, this kid, I don't want to call him a kid, he was probably 19, 20, he comes up to me, and he doesn't speak very good English, and he's like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And he's like, uh... Can you, uh, can you help me find, uh, uh, sorry, my English? And I'm like, what do you need, man? And he's like, can you help me find, uh, the condoms? And I'm like, the condoms? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Um, they're probably by the sex stuff, which would be, uh, and I see a Walgreens lady. I'm like, ma'am, uh, can you tell me where the condoms are? And she looks at me like I'm crazy. And she's like, the condoms? I'm like, yeah, the condoms. And she's like, aisle 10. I'm like, okay. So I walk back over to the guy. I'm like, all right, bud, IO-10. He's like, Where's, I don't know what IO-10 is. So we so I walk him over to IO-10. And I point, like, right at the 10. I'm like, all right, right here, IO-10 has got to be down there. Okay, like, surely he's fine. So I leave him. I head back up to the front to meet my family. We're going to check out. And there's kind of a line, but, like, it shouldn't take that long, right? So I kind of look back, and I see him. He's still just, like, lost, you know, looking, walking side to side. I'm like, this dude can't find the condoms. So I'm like, let me go help him. No, I walk up to the front. And first, the, cash, the, the cashier lady is like, did you find what you're looking for? And I'm like, ma'am, first of all, they weren't for me. I was helping another dude. That's what I said. She goes, oh, that's nice. I'm like, yeah, I'm just helping another dude. So then fast forward, I see that he still doesn't find them. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, let me go help this dude. So I go to the back. I'm like, bro, what's up, man? He's like, hey, 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 I can't find him. I'm like, oh, my God. So I walk down, and I see, like, you know, I don't know what the sign says, like, you know, sensual or intimate, whatever, you know. So I walk down. I'm like, right here, man. So we get there. <laughs> Sorry. So we get down there, and uh, he's like, oh, oh. And he's like, I, I'm not kidding you. I promise you this happened. This man looks me in my eyes and goes, which one do you like, bro? <laughs> And I'm like, and I point at, what did I point? I don't know, bare skin, something, you know? And I'm like, this one right here, right? <laughs> you know? And it's just like, I guess I'm like, hey, but, um, and I go, but they also have these, which, you know, I don't know, they were like, you know, extra ribbed or something, something like that, whatever. But it's just like, and he's like, and then uh, he goes, what do you think? And I go, hey, man. 
you got this, and whatever, I say, you know, like, I have this bro moment, like, fist pump, and it just is, like, so ridiculous, right, like, all is well, let me point you in the direction, like, of course, okay, because you can't find it, we have a language barrier here, you don't want to ask these ladies, I'll help you, man, like, I got you, bro, but just, <laughs> you know, like, me being like, yes, these are the ones that I would recommend to you to use, so, Anyway, I bet you, you would have never guessed that that would have happened. It was, it was pretty funny. I loved it. <laughs> I gave out condom advice the other day. So yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. Okay. So I've got three quick little topics I'm gonna get into. I'll give probably a minute to each of these. Forty-five seconds, maybe. Okay. So topic one small town let's talk about it i guess this one's even going to be a shorter take because uh you know jason audine i'm pretty sure he had a song that i liked with kelly clarkson um and that makes me sad i think it was called stay right they're like don't you want to stay or whatever you know it's a great song but like now it's a sucky song jason it's a sucky song okay because i also saw the tiktok video of the lady who had a daughter that had kind of a she was in a wheelchair, and you didn't want to talk to the daughter. Okay, I don't know if that's true. I don't want to be an unsubstantiated type person, but I did hear Small Town. And I guess I would just say, um, and I can't speak for all trans people. I cannot. But I would just say, like, as if your Small Town was appealing to us. Like, as if we'd want to be there. And I'm talking about us, like, LGBTQ+. I'm talking about us black people. Um do you think that sounds like a place we want to be, boy? Like, no, thank you, sir. Um, and so, like, I understand the outrage, you know, and I think what I've had to do over the last especially year or so is, you know, get an awareness of what's going on, but then put it away, you know, get just enough so I can be educated enough to talk about it, understand, you know, where somebody's coming from, but then I got to get away from it. Like, I don't need to hear all the lyrics of your song over and over again. I read, I read your lyrics. I hear what you're trying to say. Like, I need you to hear what I'm saying. We don't want to be at your small town. And, uh, you can take that and put it where the sun don't shine, brother. Okay. Topic number two. Um, I just want to weigh in real quick on Dilly. Okay. I'm okay. I'm going to say Dilly. Cause like, I feel like as a trans person, we're all, I mean, there's not that many of us. So like, we're all kind of you know, like, in with each other, so, like, I feel like I can call Dylan Mulvaney Dilly, right, because I've been on TikTok, I know what she's up to, I'm very proud of her, um, and I guess all I say about that is, you know, I feel kind of about Dylan the same way I feel about Leah Thomas, like, I am very proud of you, um, the bravery and the courage that it takes to be trans in general is, more than you could imagine it's more than regular people have um and in this day and age to be a trans woman um you know and to be brave enough to share your journey that first 365 days i was so proud of your commitment i was so proud of you for for showing people because it's important for the people that are coming behind us to see um and i just wanted to say dilly you know i know that you took some time off and you had to get out of there because people are freaking crazy. Um, 
But thanks for all that you've done. Thanks for all that you said. Thanks for standing up. Thanks for making friends um, and being out there. And, you know, I used to say if it can help one kid, you know. And so I think I think you probably helped a lot of kids. And, and I thank you for that. All right. So I think I'm doing pretty good, actually, on my minute or twos. Okay, so my last topic I'm going to hit here um, before I get wrapping up is Twitter. Because I refuse to call it X. But I'm going to talk about Twitter. Okay, like Twitter was my thing. I love Twitter. I love Twitter. It's the first thing I used to check when I wake up in the morning. I check it throughout the day. I used to tweet all the time. But like, now I hate it kind of. Like, you can't hate it yet, yet, because it's still Twitter, but, like, I kind of hate it. I kind of hate it, because, like, why did you do that to our app? Why did you do that? Like, you took away the blue check, so we didn't know who was who. Like, people can spread more misinformation. It's, like, super racist. It's super transphobic. It's super Trumpy. Like, it's super ew. Like, I don't follow, follow Matt Wallace or Candace Owens or, like, whatever the other weirdo kid name is. Like, I don't, I don't follow these people, and I don't care what they're doing. And I don't need to see it. And what I realized is they're delivering this stuff to me. They're delivering this stuff to me um, to remind me what they think of me. Um, and so I'm getting real close to getting off Twitter, um, which is great because it's like starting on threads right now would be like starting at scratch with everybody. And then it would look like, you know, maybe we were kind of new, it, not new and an established podcast or whatever. I mean. We, we aren't new. It's season four. I just have been lackluster, which I will not be anymore. Anyway, those are my three topics, right? As if I want to go to a small town. So proud of Dilly, and uh, Elon has ruined Twitter. So that's, uh, that's what I got on that. Um, so season four, right? This is where we're at. Season four, episode one. This is called The Long Hiatus because that's what I've been on. Um, but it's going to be a great a great season. Um, I'm going to have some interesting guests. I'm going to talk about what's going on in the world from my own perspective. These are my thoughts, my opinions only. Um, and, and some of those great guests, I'm going to have a, a trans person who is an ordained priest. Uh, I'm going to have a trans person on who has spent some time behind bars. Um, I'm going to talk to the people in our lives who love us, um, like, you know, spouses, kids, parents, right? Um, and if you want to talk to me um, or share your story or experiences on the show, send me an email at thereinconstructedman at gmail.com or you can hit me up on Twitter at the RM Podcast. I mean, I don't know how long I'll be on Twitter because yikes, um, but you can hit me up there for now. Um, I'm so excited about this season um, and I'm happy to be back. Thank you so much for listening. Check out my website reconstructedman.com for more videos um, and resources or if you want to know what I'm randomly thinking or doing or learn something new about being trans feel free to go check out my blog at the right lane.blog now keep doing you because nobody can do you better this is the reconstructed man podcast and we out <laughs>